afternoon or good morning, everyone. And good afternoon or good morning, everyone. This is uh, Nelson J. Zambrano here with Podcasters Unleashed. We are a collaboration of podcasters from all over the world. And, um, you know, we've, we've got a lot of different unique topics that we talk about, and we've decided to make a podcast about all these topics. So I'm going to make a quick introduction. All right. And we're going to go across. Simon? I am Simon, Simon Rushton with Africa Investor Stories. If you are interested in investing in Africa and you want to hear real stories from real people telling their experience as investors in Africa from around the world, listen to my podcast. We post twice a week, uh, Mondays and Thursdays. One's going to be an episode for the investor and the other will be me sharing my personal experiences. Okay. And by the way, very unique group. Simon is also a, a former British Royal Marine Commando. Okay. Former British Royal Marine Commando. I think he's still on the, on the, you know, working for the Queen as we speak. Okay. Carla? I'm Carla. And my podcast is called Wonder and Wellbeing. It's a podcast for parents and teachers. And we talk all about education and wellbeing, um, specifically for kids between the ages of five and 14 years old. And you can find my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere that podcasts are hosted. Okay. So if you're going crazy on the time of COVID, um, Carla's podcast is for you with the kids. All righty. Okay. And we've got Matilda. Uh, we've got Matilda is muted. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Matilda. I'm the host of Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. And my podcast is about understanding yourself and loving yourself and your relationship with others because I believe the quality of your life is the quality of your relationship with others. And uh, so, yeah, if you're looking for understanding and discovering who you are and why you do what you do, then listen to my podcast. And it's yeah. going to be available in all the podcasts, all iTunes, uh, Spotify, Spotify. YouTube, as well. Yeah. And also in talking about relationships, we're going to be going deep into a very unique type of relationship today. Uh, Victor. Yeah, hi, guys. I am um, Victor, CEO, the host of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs podcast. And um, the purpose of the podcast is to like whip all diasporans together who have the entrepreneurial niche or the entrepreneurial itch like to, um, to kick the nine to five and get on the not a bandwagon, but to like leverage your skills digitally and also move your investments to Africa. I my podcast comes out once a week, and I'm available on all platforms: um, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. So look out for that. Okay, and also basically what Victor's talking about is comes like that work from anywhere. Uh, environment and some of us here have uh, been experimenting with that as well. So, having said that, going along, Kaola. Thanks, Nelson. So, my podcast called Women in Stories, where I share stories for women entrepreneurs, expats who travel around the world and they share their experiences and they can inspire young women of today to to achieve more and to do better in life. And I can tell you. Kaola has plenty of stories. Actually, all of our women here on this podcast have plenty of stories. They got stories like you wouldn't believe. So hopefully we'll be going into some, some of those right here. All right. And uh, myself, 
Um, Nelson J. Zambrano, investing in America. If you want to invest in the United States, investing in U.S. real estate throughout the life cycle of the real estate investment. Okay, that's my podcast. I also keep another part of it where I interview entrepreneurs and very some unique personalities, um, how to deal with adversity, how to go through tough times and come out on top. So, um, all right, we're going to kick this topic off. And by the way, people, folks, you can comment on our Facebook page, right? We were tracking that on our Facebook, on your Facebook feed, and also on YouTube as well. We get the live feed coming in. Uh, Carla's monitoring that. So our topic today is, it's a topic that sometimes makes people comfortable, uncomfortable. It's the topic of polygamy and polyamory. Polygamy and polyamory. Basically, that's one man or one woman having more than one partner. And I'll just throw out a quick definition. So poly, polygamy is the kind of legal way, right? Where that man or woman is legally married to more than one person of the opposite sex. Let's just put it out like that. And then you've got polyamory. And, you know, excuse my ignorance, I'm just going to say that's a little bit more of a free for all. That's a little bit more of a free flowing thing, right? It can be multiple people, multiple partners in and out. So that's what we're going to hit on. And uh, that's been a topic that kind of blows up our internal WhatsApp page. So we decided to kind of bring it out into the open. Um, I really, you know, I don't know too much about it. I'll just say that it's one of those things that I always wonder if it's something that people's commitment, are they commitment phobic uh, or they, they can't handle a relationship. But I just want to throw up that. And by the way, some of us here have are a part of a polygamous background. I'll just put it to you like that. All right. Maybe we should make that a test. Who do you think here has a polygamous background and you get like extra bonus points, right? So um but i want to throw this question up um and this is kind of be an open-ended question here for the group um who is this good for who does this work for i mean we should answer it yeah you can answer it well we'll just go for it and then we'll kind of do the most say again it's good for me i'll say it's good for both Both, a lot both of both men. Love it. I think now we benefit from it, not women. I'll say I'll say it's good for both men and female. Okay. Yeah. And it, um everybody's everybody who's gonna be short without a partner would benefit. So if there's more of one gender than there is of the other, and everybody wants companionship, then the, the gender that is short will benefit as well. The, wait a minute. The the one who gets shortchanged, the one that doesn't no, have no, one. What I'm saying, statistically, everybody will benefit who's going to be involved because uh -huh. genders we're not equal in amount on the planet. Mm -hmm. So if there's more of one gender than there is of the other, then it balances out because everybody okay. wants somebody to love. Okay. So and and I'm just gonna. That. Right. And I'm going to throw up a little bit of a historical background here. So in some cases you've had, I guess you could call it polyamorous or almost polygamous by default. So let's say you have a country that has a war or series of war. So the male population will be a lot less. Female population will be a lot more. So the remaining men will have a lot more, let's just say, options available. Right or wrong? I mean, 
I mean, it's not, you're not talking about the society of today, you're talking about the history and what's happened before. I mean, this practice of men taking more than one wife, it's an ancient practice. It's before mm -hmm. the religion, it's, 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 it's in the early Arab societies and where men would marry more than women. And then Islam came to regulate this limitless wife and to um, make it maximum of four. So I think you're talking about the ancient societies and how it and how they dealt with polygamy. And well, today no. society is very different. It's not the same circumstances and it's not the same choices. Well, so society is different as a whole, everywhere. So your society is different from somebody else's society. So to say that's an old practice is wrong. And statistically, 58% of the world live in that manner that's the majority so when you really um, think about it how old is that society how old is that thing now you can no i think if you if you go to if you go to india for example and you can see the statistics there you can see like for example 5.7 percent of the whole muslim population there they are practicing the polygamy rather than 15 percent of buddhist and uh, hindu and other uh, a religion practicing this polygamy so there is a percentage difference it's not because there uh, there is society with the culture that they will remain with this uh, with this with this practice and uh, polygamy it's not related to a religion or to a society it's just a practice it's an ancient practice and some culture they they still adapt this to their own interests <coughs> Yeah, but everything can be adapted to your own interest. Marriage is an ancient thing in general, isn't it? Everything's ancient, more or less, unless you'll come and talk about the iPhone and the, some young millennials will say that's ancient now. So, you know, it's one of those things. But what I'm saying is, Matilda, you're muted. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, uh, Simon, uh, Simon, one second. Matilda, please. Yeah, so, um, so Simon, are you saying this? Because lot of in lot of cultures when they were practicing it, because there was a sequestrity uh, of males. But now, mashallah, we have a lot of males. Why would a woman right now, right mm. now, go after a lot of uh, married men, or um, having? I mean, allow his husband, her husband, to find a second, third, or fourth wife. Why would? a woman in 2020 be okay with that okay if, you're speaking in the world not, if it's not living in a if it's living in an undeveloped country okay there is other <clears throat> problems that we can discuss about it it's about resources but if it's not about that then why would a woman in a normal country be okay with that okay well firstly it's not about development or not because what you're saying is that if you have modern technology, you're more superseded than other people, and that's not the case at all. I've got, I can tell you, let me, let me finish, please. I listen, yeah. What you're saying, what, what I can tell you, many, uh, like a case where I had a friend and she was asked to be a second wife by another woman, yeah. And she was saying, because her husband just always wants to jump at her all the time, to put it nicely. And she knows that, um, Jackie, her words were, you black women can take a lot of zoom, zoom, zoom. So would you mind being a second wife? He will buy you whatever you need. Now, she declined the proposition because she's, born, she's from America and that's not her culture. But 
that's a perfect example of why somebody would take on that that choice. Now, I, I'm all all I can say is this: it's a woman making a decision because a woman has to. You're not forced into the marriage, so so you really need to ask your own gender or the women involved why they do it. If, if you know any second wives or third wives, then that would have been a good case to ask them. But you're asking, I don't have a second wife. I don't plan on having a second wife. And, and, <laughs> and I'm happy and, how I live my life. So Simon, Simon, okay, just one so, question. Okay, one, one second, Kaola, and then Victor. So Simon, just one question. Do you think in some culture, women are going to polygamy in their own wellness? They are going willingly to do it? Well, or because of the culture expected them to do it in, in some circumstances? Well, people, I can't speak for them. I can only speak for the people I've bumped into what stories I've heard. I know men who have second wives and third wives, and I know women who are, I know young girls, very beautiful, who are late teens, early 20s, who have said to me, I, I don't mind my husband having another wife when I'm older, but as long as I'm number one. Now, that is because she, on top of that, they said they've grown up with many, um, excuse me, with many, with three mums and they loved them all and they, they all lived happily. So I think this is more of a let people do what suits them. I'm not going to condemn something. I'm not going to condemn that. But at the same time, I'm not going to say I know what suits me and would I want my daughter to have a man with a second wife or a husband? That's not, you my That's not my culture, but I'm not going to criticize somebody else for doing it. Yeah, so, um, Matilda, go ahead. Um, Hala, I mean, um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it was, it was Carla. Yeah, I said we've got a comment from the audience from Brandon Cormier. Mm -hmm. He said some men or women can't sexually produce, so it may be for sexual reasons to please the other, and they have an amazing relationship. So I'm not sure what kind of cultural context that would be, that, but that might be one of the reasons why a couple, for example, might agree outside of religious or cultural reasons to have an additional partner, which in other countries or cultures sometimes is referred to as polyamory. So it's without the marriage and possibly just with the intimate um, relationship, but by agreement. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that comment there. That's the story of Abraham. That's the well, where he, he tells his wife tells him, go and have my handmaiden. She tells him. So for the mm -hmm. Christians on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's, what, that's what I wanted to like um, remind um, Hala about. It's not just, it's not a religious thing. It's not just Muslims. It's been in the Bible for God knows how long. We have lots and lots of notable, notable <clears throat> figures in the Bible that has more than one wife. We have we, we know we know the famous the famous Solomon as God knows. Yeah, okay, I so, agree. And the practice the practice is still going on is still going on today as we speak, all over the world. It is recognized yeah. it is recognized in the United Kingdom, but you are not allowed to get married to a second wife in the United Kingdom. But it is recognized if you bring your second wife, your third wife to the United Kingdom, it is recognized by the law. Really? So, it's not, so yeah. yeah. Really, and they're yeah. just like, oh, in Utah. Utah. Okay, okay, hey, hey guys, one, one second, uh, Victor, please. Yeah, so 
what I'm trying to say is, it is not, it is nothing, it is nothing new, and no one is see it worked, it worked both ways. Monogamous relationship or monogamous marriages, you can get, you can um, still get forced into it. So it's not like because it's polygamy. The That's women true. That, that would be an arranged marriage then. Yeah. So it still happened in polygamy as well. Some of them are arranged, why some of them are not. You see young girls who are highly educated, not for financial reasons. We have some that are for financial reasons, but some highly educated. We have judges, we have magistrates, top lawyers. They work in top banks. But this is what they want. It is the culture. They know nothing outside of it. But can you explain to me why a judge, a lawyer, a woman that is high educated and doesn't need any financial support from the husband goes and marries be the third wife or fourth wife? Am I stupid if I can afford my <laughs> am I stupid to find a guy do do his fucking laundry? Can I, I can I can I answer that? Yes, please. Yeah. It's it's still it's still the same when you ask that question, it's like who knows? You love someone, you love someone. You love, you can love a man, you can love a woman. You see, if you ask if polygamy is something that is out of this world, what about being gay or being lesbian? Have uh, you thought about that? Who, who, says, who, says, who says that you can, um, who you fall in love with is must be defined? So guys, guys, so, let, let me... You, so, love, you love the person, you love the person, you don't even know. See, we have so many expatriates, they're already married. But when you go to a foreign country, see, you fall in love and so, but you know what, I have a wife. I say, oh, okay, that's not a problem. I can stay with her, I love you, and I can, um, I can be with you. You speak to the missus back home and say, look, this is where I am right now. And he says, okay, who knows? There are so many reasons, so it's not necessarily negative part that this must be arranged, this must be because you are stupid, because no, and it's not about the laundry anyways. <laughs> so, okay, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, guys. Hey, 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 hey guys. Okay, what, what, all right, all right, all right, what, what, you see what I mean? This, this topic really gets people worked up, which, you know, it's kind of an interesting, um, I mean, it's such an intense topic. We even got the laundry in here. All right. So, <laughs> so we've got a comment here. Uh, some cultures believe in strength in numbers and some women expect their husbands to bring another wife at some point. Yeah, that's very much a cultural thing. Um, but I want to ask. Nelson, but you know why? Um, you know why they they, they, they expect because they no, have. Yeah. How can you speak for them? How can you yeah. don't know them? How can you speak for them? No, but, but for them, no. Okay. no, but a woman a woman you won't share won't people. share a husband with another okay. woman. All right. It's her instinct. It's a woman. All right. Okay. Simon, Paula, Okay. All right. I can tell you guys right now, a polyamorous relationship would not work with any of y'all. Um, so, okay. So question right here. I have a question here for the educator. Ah, see, this is what I wanted to, how does this lifestyle affect children and families positive and negatively? I wanted to ask that question and pose it to Carla. Carla's got a background in education. So Carla, I'll just ask the question. He did put it so nicely here. How does this lifestyle, how does it impact? Is it healthy for the children? 
How does it impact them positively and negatively? Well, <laughs> it's a big question, isn't it? Um, and it all depends on the angle that you're coming from. So I think um, in any lifestyle that you choose when you have kids, you've got to think about the values that underpin the behaviors. And I think if the values mm -hmm. are strong and they're based on something solid, whether it's a culture that we agree with or disagree with, whether we would choose for ourselves or not, if it's based on strong values, um, if there's good communication, if there's agreement about the needs and the resources and how resources are going to be shared, because a lot of people choose this lifestyle because of resources or they choose it out of... Would you say that's to share the workload kind of thing? I think all or, sorts of things. So, for example, if you okay. take um, the cultures in America that have been practicing this for a long time, there are some sects of Christianity there that have been doing it, and they have a thing that they call sister wives, where it's an agreement um, between women to share a husband, and they have some. There's some very interesting documentaries about that, and anyone who's interested, I would recommend they go and have a look. Yeah. Especially if they have this idea that women don't subscribe to this lifestyle, because quite often they do but it's based on some strong values. And some of those values might be the idea of having community, having some form of sisterhood, because raising children is very difficult, whether you have a husband mm -hmm. or not. Um, mm -hmm. But also there are some open um, ways of practicing this in terms of for more for romantic reasons that again, you will find a lot of examples that, of that in America. And they don't, <clears throat> sometimes they work and sometimes they don't, but when they do, it tends to be because of good communication and an understanding and agreement on both sides. Um, and you can find it practiced, I think, all over the world in more places than we think. Um, it's not just in the Islamic world. And actually, on the flip side of that, where it is often practiced informally um, in the West, ah, or whatever, mm -hmm. we tend to find things like a lot of broken families. Um, for example, women who have married one man under the illusion that maybe he's only going to be with them only to find out later that he's cheating on them or he's got a mistress or whatever you want to call it in that context, quite often the effects on kids are not very good because they end up with divorced parents, um, which would be different, for example, in a family where they'd agreed to have more than one wife and all of the children were looked after and they didn't end up in a broken home. Um, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with those differences. And like I said, it's not always going to be that way. It's not going to work out that way. It's based on communication and agreement and respect. I think respect is a big issue where there is no respect in any lifestyle, whether it's monogamous, polyamorous, polygamous, then you're going to have a breakdown somewhere, aren't you? And that's always going to affect the kids. Um, so I think those are things that we need to take into consideration when we're thinking about children and families. Right, because some could be uh, um, kind of on the, I guess I call it sharing of, of labor, right? Division of labor, sharing of labor. Matilda, one second, you know, being able to share that out. Um, we've got a comment right here, Brendan Cormier. The book opening up talks about this in great depth. One example in the book is a woman and man, and man married. And after a while they had kids, they had a conversation that the husband was gay and the wife wanted to experience other partners. They stayed best friends, stayed married and still had their partners. They still raised their children together and it turned out beautifully. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the bell curve, right? The statistics, that would be kind of, out here somewhere but you know these things can happen this is what you were talking about um matilda i want to yeah. get to you and then i want to have a question for victor okay so matilda yeah i just want to add some point when uh carla was talking these are the groups they call fundamentally church of D jesus they call it flds church 
It's a Mormon fundamentalist. And it's very but fascinating. The yes. And these women, they think that if their men marry more women, they will go to heaven. This is the act of God. So by adding more women, they will, um, first of all, they should they shouldn't practice jealousy because that's against God and they shouldn't envy other women that the husband brings. So it's kind of a very devastating situation. They're, they're a program from a very young age when you're a girl that you need to not have any envy or jealousy because that's bad. So that they, it's not like they're a regular woman and then all of a sudden the husband marries a couple of women and they're okay with it. They're, they're programmed from a young age to be okay with this act. And their husband thinks that they're doing what God wants them. And they say, we'll marry again if the God comes to them and tells them you should marry. So this yeah. is their Well, yeah, and, and, that, and that's a question of a practice and culture. And uh, when we say the word program, I would venture to say that we're all programmed to some way, shape, form, or another, right? uh right i mean how many of us actually chose our religion right or you just were you were a little kid and up oh, there you go one person but the majority of us uh as a kid you're indoctrinated you know the rabbi comes with the knife boom and that's what you're going to be and that's it so um or christian or whatever it is um yeah, so regarding the last question um the lifestyle the positive effect for kids and uh -huh. or negative yeah um, just from personal experience, being from, oh, okay, now I'm exposing myself now, being from a polygamous background, see, I never knew within my, um, within my family, anyone who had uh, a negative effect when it comes to polygamy, it is just that growing up, I, looking back, I understood why some of them were not performing to the expectations of the family because one size does not fit all. So even, even in, um, in a monogamous relationship or a monogamous setting, a nuclear setting, not everyone, not every kid in the family or not everyone in the family um, is positively, um, posit positively affected or comes out or turns out in a positive way i don't know if i made sense there but yeah no, no no you definitely do and um you know we're talking about family and kids so we've got a question here and uh from ariana uchigoni uh how about the other way around a wife with more than one husband or the wife is that legal anywhere carla i'm gonna throw that one over to you yeah when i was when I was doing research for this, I did find an example. And again, I've seen the documentary for this. Um, so there is, you can Google and find the documentary. And we can find the link as well and post it afterwards <clears> if anyone's interested. But there is an example of a group of people in the Himalayas that practice this. And um, I had to write it down here. So it's basically, it's a woman marrying several husbands, but mainly their brothers. And the reason why they do this in this part of the Himalayas is to protect the family and the land from division and to protect any children in a tight-knit community. Because in this particular place where they are, they are a very small community of people that live very remotely and they're at risk from either losing their community or losing their resources to neighboring tribes. 
So yes, it is practice. And obviously the laws there differ very much from the laws where we are all coming from. So I think sometimes that's why we try and we, we find it difficult. But also I don't know, Victor can maybe add if there are any tribes in Africa that practice um, this practice of women having more than one husband as well. But I did find an example of it, so it is out there. Yeah, there was, there was, yeah, thank you, Carla. There was some from the the middle belt of Nigeria, and um, the practice um, was uh, made illegal. I think it was the eight, 1980, it was the early 80s. That was when the practice was made illegal. But on the flip side, it's still happening. But why I say it's still happening, because due to um, keeping it in the family, and um, when husband dies and still has brothers, the woman, the woman now, instead of um, going out to meet um, another partner outside the family, they still kind of bring the woman in and said, okay, who would you want to take care of you? So actually that gives her more options, really. It's a form yeah. of protection. Yeah. Isn't that different though from what, Carla was saying it's because yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah. yeah. And and by the way, I just want to remind our listeners, you can reach out to us questions like some folks have been doing already via Facebook on the Facebook chat and also on um on our YouTube channel as well. So uh we just had a question came in something and it just disappeared on us right quick. Um Okay. I think it was this one, and, and I just uh, want to clarify there that the lady, she doesn't marry her own brothers. What she does is she marries another family of brothers. Um, it's not her own brothers, so I'm sorry if that wasn't clear when, when I gave doing, the example. And you know why they're doing that? The, the woman marries the husband and the husband's brother is because they say when a man knows it's his offspring, he tends to take care of the child. When he doesn't know whose offspring is this, he might not be uh, interested to taking care of that child. So it's a um, protection kind of. Otherwise, if the husband doesn't know if the wife sleeps with other men and he doesn't know whose child is it, and it's not related, he's not related to the other guy, he wouldn't like to take care of it, that child. Okay. Yeah. And... Um... So, which is, well, that's almost a, a topic there by itself. Uh, question here, we came in. The two best known areas in which polyandry was studied and continued to be practiced in the 21st century are the Plateau of Tibet and the, uh, that's what Carl was talking about, and the Marquesas Islands in the South Pacific. Interesting right there. Um, okay, L let me ask you, kind of going, we're on to the, the kids, the relationship, and I want to kind of go back to Victor. Victor, as a kid, as a, in the polyamorous background, I'll just put it to you like that. Um, Ariana Uchigoni saying, gosh, that was written by men for sure. Um, it might have been written by a woman to protect herself, okay? You never know. Um, because it's not one man, several women. It's one woman, a lot of bodyguards. Um, so, but Victor, I wanted to ask you, in that background, did you feel or was it felt that... Um, that you were kind of lost in the group or was it like, hey, I don't feel like I'm getting enough attention. I am totally ignorant on this topic on from that specific viewpoint. 
Not really. My my circumstances, I don't know. It's not. I won't say it's a typical one because, like most of you know, I'm from a very large polygamous family. So we are like 51 kids. You know, my dad's got like 12 wives, and um, I'm number 26. So okay, no, Victor, I I just want to repeat that just to make sure. The we weren't getting a bat. Fifty-one <laughs> kids, right? Yeah. So I was in the army. This would be a reinforced infantry platoon. Okay. Okay. With heavy weapons. With and heavy the heavy. Weapons. I, you beat me to it, Simon. And the heavy weapon section. And heavy weapon <laughs> section. <laughs> and twelve wives. Yeah. So so this is a special forces A team. Twelve wives. Yeah. Okay, so continue, please. Okay. <laughs> See, when we play football in our area, we've got like two teams. We don't even need outsiders to come play with us. You get when we're having a party every like the Christmas party, our house is like a little village. You get so I never felt lost one day. I knew all my brothers, I knew I know all my brothers, I know all my sisters. As I speak, I can call all of them. I've got 99% of them on my phone. On not speed there, but I can call them and say, hey, how are you doing? So I never felt lost. I mm -hmm. went to I went to very good schools. Mm -hmm. From Nigeria to England, I went to good schools. So mm -hmm. I never felt short, I never felt lost. And I'm kind of a little bit more ambitious. So and my dad was as well. So I saw him as the guy that so everything was I never felt lost in any way. Uh-huh. Yeah, huh. even my 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 siblings, the younger ones, the older ones. I don't know, I never felt lost. That's, that's, that's I want, want to ask a question for Victor. So in your family, uh the other wives, do they live in the same house or they live in a different houses and everyone has their own house? Everyone has their own house. Okay. Most of them, most of them, we all live in the same compound. Wow. So your well, father is a rich man and he can do fairness to each woman. He's yeah. not yeah, he's so he's yeah. he is, he is, he's a rich man. So I would say that everyone was comfortable in my house. Yeah. So and the intent of fairness exists in your family. That's why. It worked. If there is there was no fairness, it won't work. No. Right? It would. But you. do you think your father loved all these twelve women equally? See, okay, now let me let me let me not be politically correct. Let me just throw it out there. He loved them differently. Oh, and you think if no. I were to put them there, no. I would no, no, yeah. Maybe, maybe my father will love you because you, you like to talk and you like good conversation. Maybe she will love you just, maybe he will love you just because um, in the evening, oh, who would I like to listen to today? Matilda, yeah, come on, let's talk. I would be very un uncomfortable if somebody else, I'm sharing my love with someone else. It's not going to work. Yeah. So, so guys, hey, hey, hey guys, let, let, let me just jump in here. What Victor said is key. He loved 
everyone differently. Why? Because people have different traits. Now, I am sure the reverse is also true as well. Would you say that that's the same, Victor? Um, maybe, but I've not, I've not heard my mom complain. Were you yeah, close to your mom? Yeah. But, but Nelson, you know, yeah. you know what I see is the issue here, really. It's Victor's happy in the way he's brought up. His culture's happy. But it's the people who aren't immersed in that who suddenly seem to have an issue. They're not even choosing to live that life, but they want to have an issue. And I don't see where mm -hmm. it's coming from. No, well, we're just well actually, uh, hold we're on, hold on a second, Kaola, uh, Kaola, Kaola, one second, okay. we have a question here, and it's a question kind of more for Victor, I'm going to read it out, were you ever told, I'll, I'll say it out twice, were you ever told not to eat, I guess, from the other wives or with the other wives, that might be a typo, but the question is, were you ever told not to eat from the other wives or eat with the other wives, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I just want to make uh <laughs> Huh? 100% yes. Okay. You, you yes. were told not and, to eat with him? Yeah, not to eat from the other wife's house. Uh-huh. Because, she, because she's from another tribe. So my mom don't understand her language and her type of food. Oh, my mom just said, you know what, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and one second, guys. Okay, all right, hold on. So, so Victor, what what was the what? I mean, enlighten us. Was it like poisoning or something? I mean, what was the what was the story behind that? No, you know what, uh, nothing. Mm -hmm. In Nigeria, in Nigeria, we have over two hundred tribes. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and we don't have we don't have same type of delicacies the same type of food the uh, uh, cuisine yeah cuisine yeah we don't have the same cuisine mm -hmm. okay so people uh people from other from other tribe they bring their own kind of their own flavor to the house and okay we've not tasted this who is this one the language is different the style is different the the culture is different so i won't don't in short don't go there until i know don't go there Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is more of a mom being mom. Yeah. Okay. But All right. do wives hang out together? All these twelve wives would hang out together, or no? Yeah, like, some of them. Some kids. of them. Yeah, some of them do. Within 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 them, um, they have friends. They have best friends among themselves. Wow. And <laughs> uh, and by the way, just a. Uh, you know, we have some friends here on the comment section um, and feel free, by the way, folks, y'all can make comments on the Facebook. You can reach out to us also on the YouTube channel as well. We've got a comment here from Ariana Uchigoni. I think that having multiple wives was a good thing in the past when sickness killed a lot of children and they had to assume the continuation of the human race. Uh, women had little expectation and unable to make decisions. Um, you know, I, I want to throw out that you know, comment out to the group. I'll read it out again. I think that having multiple wives was a good thing in the past when sickness killed off a lot of children and they had to assume the continuation of the human race. Women had little expectation and unable to make decisions. Comments? Yeah, I think, 
I think uh, the reason that it was working at that your time. Friend, Carla. Carla. Huh? She's your friend. This lady's your friend. <laughs> I think the reason that before it was working because there was a sequestrity of males and there were disease resistant genes like there was a lot of diseases so women would want to go after men that have good genes to survive and um, for um, economic reasons but now things are changed I mean if you're living in a developed country you come back and guys guys i would be very careful one second time i'd be very careful when we say in a developed country because in the united states just like carla was saying uh the mormons um they are among the most developed frugal entrepreneurial people in the united states and they practice polygamy under those certain set of circumstances so but the and a development are disconnected from the other world they are disconnected this kind yeah, of they, they don't live inside the, the city yeah. they live outside they yeah, are disconnected from the world they don't have a tv yeah but they choose they know they choose they've made a conscious yeah, decision they well, they okay <laughs> so guys in the state of Utah in the u.s developed yeah in a developed country or what yeah so everyone okay so guys so, uh carla not everyone that practices it in the united states is a mormon or some kind of fringe christian either a lot of people are highly educated a lot of professional couples um a lot of married people practice this um and actually again there are lots of documentaries about this and there's even a cv series on um netflix called you me her and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a very modern couple, a very uh, educated, well-off situation. And it's fictional, but it was part of a growing number of programs that were made about this because there's some research in the USA that shows that some people are choosing this as a lifestyle choice um, for many different reasons. And not it's got nothing to do with religion or Christianity. So it, that's, that's not the only group of people that practice it in um, so-called developed countries either. And Carla, I just want to ask something because okay, well, one, one second, one second, Matilda and then Kaola. Okay, and I, but some of them, Carla, it was very interesting. I know that they're like modern couples, they do it's more of a for them, it's an exciting element. And actually, the woman likes to be uh, sexually involved or romantically involved with that couple as well, the woman as well. So, there are three of them involved in this setting. So it's kind of an exciting and more evolved way of relationship. Not necessarily it's a marriage that you give a child a certain uh, elements and clearly. Right. Yeah. So I, I again, I, I would just say when we say more developed, I mean, basically, let's just lay it out. What you just described there is people just want to screw. Okay. Yeah. So, but they're not, but uh, again, these other group, they're actually talking about forming up a family. They're actually talking about responsibilities. Here, this one that you was just described, it seems like they're just more screw buddies. So I, I, I'd be very careful to say that they're more developed because one here, you're talking about actually yeah. sharing responsibilities and, and heck, you could almost say even a type of commitment versus just 
we're just going to use each other sexually and screw around. And uh, but I don't know if that's more developed or not. So, Kaola, and then we're going to kind of roll forward. No, I'm just going to add what Matilda says. It's the polygamy in, in the USA is different. The practice of it is different than the other countries. I mean, the woman is involved also with the other women and they form a threesome. <laughs> I mean, it's not the same definition of polygamy in, in other in other cultures. So that's oh, why the women is know? more acceptable about this. Know? I searched I searched for it in the studies well, that have been in the USA. It's more than 9.8 million in USA. They are practicing this. Yeah, saying, saying Hala, 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 as we speak, as we speak, we have educated women. I'm telling you, as we speak, we have educated women openly. It, it, it is their choice. They are not being brainwashed. They know this is this man is married. This is the wife. The other wife knows. But the percentage is very less. God of the day is where the we say someone now, and you know he's married, you've got kids. Simple. We are having an affair. The wife knows. Even the wife will say with you don't you just don't want to know. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, Matilda, 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 hold on a second. Simon? Yeah. What what people fail to realize is that you've got people saying, ah, oh, the Western and developed and all of that. But think of how much children's homes there are. Think of how much children have been neglected. Yeah? Because people were saying, oh, one woman, one man. And then when they have that, and then there's a breakup. People, whether both parties or one of the parents, neglect the kids. In these predicaments, which some people call an old-fashioned, is everybody's looked after. The kids are all looked after. And, and Victor's a product of that. So regardless, I may not choose to make that decision, as in Howler and um, Matilda. But I, I don't see how someone else can condemn how somebody else is living yeah, just because it doesn't suit you. This is no, why no, it's, it's, it's a selfish way of, of, of looking at No, it's a selfish way of saying that. We, we can't, we can't know that. All right, okay, okay, Kaola, 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 one you second. You don't know okay. how, what people Kaola, are going Hold on a second, Kaola. Yeah, all right, so, I don't know. Okay. All Sa of the things, Simon, but what I'm saying, okay, sorry, thank you for that. Thank you for that answer, at least. But what I'm saying is, the end of the day. There's pro pros and cons in both situations. When when there's an organ arranged marriages and the families are, are not arranged, but when everybody's agreed and they all come together, the kids are looked out for and everybody knows where they stand. You've got the Western side. Okay, are okay. hold on, Matilda. Ma Matilda, hold on a second. Yeah, Simon, no. hold, hold on, hold on. Matilda, Simon, I'm just going to put a quick pause on here. So... So as everybody can tell, this is quite a topic, right? So it goes throughout the whole gamut. Um, I, I want to ask a question here because this is very much on the on the up and up type of right polygamy, polyamory. Why would one do it? Why not? Right? Almost pushing the moral envelope. Envelope. So two quick things I want to get to. One is how does having fun with another partner differ from polygamy? And in some places, it's an it's one of those it's one of those things that is expected and happened, but it's not written anywhere, right? 
it's like um, for some reason Joe doesn't always come back home Friday night. He'll just show up Sunday morning. Okay. So uh, does anybody want to want to broach on that? Any experience talk? Anything right there? I think that's the point. That's my point. That there's no real differences. The only dif the, the real difference is is sadly if you the less um, accountability, the less. Um, responsibility if it goes wrong if you see what i'm saying um, okay can i say yeah go on. Yeah, go go for it matilda uh, uh, first of all depends on the standards of the woman it depends what kind of standards we are developing if the husband is okay to go out and have fun okay maybe then she needs to negotiate and it's okay for her to go out and have fun too then we have a equal situation if uh, the woman is suppressed and she cannot announce her um, anger and frustration about it, and then the husband is okay to go and have fun, then it's, uh, we're talking about different subjects. We have to talk about why we don't have woman empowerment enough to have that kind of a setting. Otherwise, so, to me, so, to me, so, that's we'll go for it, Victor. See, to me, having fun and polygamy is totally two different things. You get polygamy is a lifestyle it's not it's not it's not fun it's not having fun having fun you can have fun being in any kind of relationship and it doesn't lead to anywhere but polygamy is it is serious i want to make you my wife i want you to be my husband can you be my husband's wife these are very serious questions it's not having fun you can have fun as a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancé. You can have fun. It may lead to nowhere. You can have side chicks. Leads to nowhere. But this is come home and be, let's be a unit together. It can be one man, two women, three women, four women. It doesn't matter. But it is not, it's not fun. Fun. It is serious. It is, it is life. That's what I would and, and hold on a second, Matilda. And on that topic, we're going to go around. We're going to go around right here, okay? Um, so, Kaola, we're going to do kind of a wrap-up right here. Hmm. Victor, that was great. Kaola, please, one minute. Okay, so the last study of Cambridge showed that a polyamorous relationship can cause women depression and anxiety, psychiatric disorder, <laughs> as well as uh, problematic in family function and low self-esteem. And all of that could happen to, um, to a woman in, in, in a polyamorous relationship. So it's a scientific uh, study, so you can go check, uh, check on it on cambridge.com and you can see uh, the study in details. That's what I'm okay. going to say. All righty. Um, Matilda? I want to add that to uh, Kaula, uh, and it's very true. I want to. I wonder how, for example, your mother and these wives in in, in your situation, uh, what happened to them? I want to talk to them by heart, inside their heart. As a woman, I can understand how female females can feel about it. How is that? There was no jealousy. How is there? There was no competition. It's not possible for a woman psyche, that's not possible. So you have to suppress a lot of emotions to be okay with that kind of a setting. Why? Why do you have to suppress and um, 
to make your husband happy? Why? For me, this is the question. Why you do that for a husband? Is it worth that one single husband? Is it worth that you do go through all that? To go through depression, to go out, I don't know, get a cancer, do this, do this for what? Who who is this guy that you do that? And bring children for him? Are you kidding me? And do his laundry? No, no, no. Okay, so we know with Matilda, thank you, Matilda, for that. And on top of that, you gotta do laundry. Okay. Um, so Carla, let's go to you. Well, first of all, I would say that you don't have to do anybody's laundry, Matilda. You you can have a communication that he can do his own laundry and you do your laundry. That is, an, it's, it's an assumption that every marriage is set up that way where um, the man is in the dominant position and the woman is just this subservient creature that goes along with whatever he says. And I don't think that's the case in all of these situations. And actually, I've met people when I was living in the Middle East who have different situations to that. I've met wives who are very educated. I've met wives who are helping to look for a second wife. I've met different types of people that really made me think differently about this subject, I think. Um, but also, I've had a lot of discussions with um, women who don't like the lifestyle for whatever reason and who are maybe suffering from some of the things that Howler um, said. But also, what I would say to that as well, Howler, there are lots of people who are in marriages with one man and they also suffer from those things. And there'll be more statistics showing that as well from different universities. And again, it goes down to that issue of communication and choice. When you make a choice to live a certain lifestyle, um, then you, you also have strategies, I guess, that would help you to cope with it. But also on something Matilda said about kind of why would you go for that? You know, uh, Matilda, there are people out there who are not, um, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but they're not selfish. When they make their choices, they've got to a point where maybe they're thinking about the bigger picture. Maybe there are lots of children involved or there are families involved, communities involved. Community. And there is a point in human development where we get to the stage where we start thinking outside of ourselves. And it's, it's totally natural to feel, um, to feel that you have a need to be with one person and that person just give all their attention to you. But there are also lots of people out there who have gone beyond that and are now thinking about how their relationship might serve a bigger community or a longer term vision for humanity. And I think that that's why some people would also make that choice. And for me personally, I would prefer somebody approach me honestly and say to me, this is my lifestyle, this is the way I wanna live. And would you be willing to be part of that rather than pretending, which is what we also get, we, lot, we get a lot of men pretending to be monogamous when actually they're not. And then they're mm -hmm. marrying us, taking us down the aisle, doing all the things, ticking all the boxes, only for us to find out later that they're not as honest as they made out to be. And a lot of them are under social pressure. They feel like they need to subscribe to that lifestyle when actually that's not what they want. And I think the we need to everybody to have their cards on the table so we can match up as well so that women who don't want that don't end up in it without agreeing to it. And women who are perhaps more open to it or open to the discussion can actually find themselves with those men that match them. So I think even what we're doing today, having the discussion around it is really good because hopefully we'll get to that point where people can have those kind of honest conversations. That is a fantastic what Carla just said right there. Um, just a quick before we go to Simon, um, a comment here from Daryl M007. Uh, something really good. I think it applies to all of us at all walks in life. I'd imagine we all have to suppress something parentheses, our natural drive to some extent for bigger long-term goals. I'll say it again, it's so good. 
I'd imagine we all have to suppress something, parentheses, our natural drive to some extent for bigger long-term goals. So uh, that's a fantastic from you, Carla, and from Daryl. Um, so Simon? I, I just think people should do what works for them and they don't have to be in other people's affairs. If you can't get your head around something, then it's not for you to get your head around it. I think, you know, there's going to be people in happy relationships, whether they're just monogamous and it's just one and one, or whether it's lots of people, and there's going to be people unhappy in both things. Everybody's got to make things work for them. And I don't condemn somebody come from coming from a large family with lots of brothers and sisters and many mums. And I don't um, condemn somebody for just doing the one and two and only having one child. I think that's a kind of, you know, on another sense, that's like a big waste. Why would you just because, you know, family's everything. Why would you just have one child, you know? And why would you stay with one woman if she's miserable and always complaining? You know, it's that kind of thing and vice versa. Why would a woman stay with a man if he's mistreating her, you know? So, one of those things. So, uh, so that one second, Matilda. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we also have some other comments just came in. Uh, Adriana, I don't understand how if my husband finds another wife and I don't find another husband, help the community. Um, you know, we can definitely go more into that. The um, we've got three minutes left. Big thing here for me is uh, perspectives, right? That's what I understand. Different perspectives. Uh, one part is is a relationship, right? What's the relation, relation to each other, relationship? Uh, another thing for me is that background, that culture. Uh, I've been to plenty of countries, unfortunately, where a lot of the men uh, have been killed off. So what Carla just spoke about, um, whereby one man um, officially or unofficially takes on the responsibility sometimes, forget the sex, takes on the responsibility for more than one uh, wife or woman. Okay, because it's to help the family, the group uh, c continue along. So um, there's a lot of different ways. And I personally, I'm very leery about putting my value system on someone else's. I never had to walk in their shoes, bottom line. I never had to do that. So I can't judge them for, um, for me right there. So um, having said that, I, I think we're, we're at the end of our time. Um, and I think that's about it, folks. So very happy to get this incredible topic. Um, just kind of, kind of quick wrap up. Victor, your podcast. That's for entrepreneurs podcast. And you okay. can find it anywhere worldwide, iTunes, Spotify, you know, you name it. In short, your most favorite podcast platform. Check that's for entrepreneurs podcast. Okay. Kaola. Women in the Stories podcast, available on Spotify and all other platforms. Okay. And as you can tell, Carl has got some stories. Okay. Matilda? Okay, Matilda, we're going to come back to you. You've muted yourself. Okay. <laughs> we're going to come back to you, Matilda. Simon? Uh, Africa Investor Stories, if you're interested in investing in Africa and you want to hear from real investors with real <laughs> stories, listen to my episode. It's on all Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Casts, and soon to be YouTube officially. Uh, most definitely. Africa is a most great place to be looking at and to be in. Okay. Carla? 
Yeah, Wonder and Wellbeing podcast available on Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, Spotify, all good platforms, all about children, education, and wellbeing. Okay. And Matilda. And mine is um, Coffee with Matilda, a journey to self. It's all on the podcast uh, spots. And I hope that women will educate themselves and empower themselves so they don't need to sacrifice. They don't need to sacrifice because their needs matter. They matter. They don't need to okay. sacrifice for other people. Let men be fucking sacrificed. Let them go to war and kill themselves for us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Which means that which means that the men, which means that the men that come back, the men that come back have more to choose from. So careful what you wish for, Matilda. Careful what you wish for. Two to one. Three to one. Okay. Okay. Matilda. You give up your man for another one. <laughs> okay. So just be careful. You know, uh, uh, Armenia might be the next hotspot to go visit. All right. Just remember what you just said. And Nelson J. Zambrano at Investing in America. Okay, folks. Uh, look forward to having you on the next time our podcast. All righty. Okay. <laughs>